What's up, guys? You're listening to the I Am Fury One podcast here on Spotify. Hey, what's up, guys? Today we're going to be talking about the uh, emasculation of the new generation of men. So basically, uh, in this podcast, we're going to define uh, what it is, um, why it's important, um, and I think a lot of the reason why we don't think it's important um, to society is that people don't understand that it affects them, everybody, everybody. Um, so let's just get, get right into it. Um, we're going to go ahead and define emasculation. So what it is in the uh, dictionary is the to make a man feel less masculine or to, to deprive him of his male strength and role. It's very important. Um, when, when a man plays a role of a meek person no longer in his male strength i think it's really important uh that realize that this trickles down to other things other areas of society when you're interacting with a man and you have a few options that are going to happen Either the conversation in which the person puts their viewpoints um, forward, uh, it's either going to end in disagreement or it's going to end in physical violence. Okay? This is always a possibility when interacting with any person, right? but more so with men. Why this relates to the emasculation of men is is because of this. An emasculated man does not know how to control his emotions so that otherwise disagreement could be very well a heated and sometimes physical violent physically violent altercation just because of the lack of respect the uh, conflict of ideas and and morals um, so I this is why we have um, what it is is essentially because they are emasculated they don't know how to control their aggression um, because they never learned how to cultivate it so some of the ways that we can uh, prevent this is uh, I'll go through through it um, we need to first of all if you're if you're a man and you have sons or kids in general if you are not in that child's life you are the problem uh subsequently if you are a woman and you have children and you deprive 
those children of having a man in their life, like the father, you are also the problem. Fortunately, uh, this is not the rule. It's only an exception. Sometimes this uh, this emasculization happens when, um, you know, a a parent dies. Usually, the, the if in this case, uh, let's say, the father dies, uh, health complications, what have you. Um, a lot of times, what we see is the effects of the emasculation because that father was not present these uh, newer generation of men don't know where to learn how to be a man um, unfortunately they'll, they'll go to other places um, they'll look to the internet which is the worst place to look but that's where they're at right they're looking up at content creators, things that, of that nature, uh, video games, people they meet in in-game chats. Uh, these aren't the kind of people that you want to be a masculine role model for your for your sons or your kids in general. So now that we've defined the emasculation of men. Uh, especially in the new generation, uh, we, we have to understand that it, it, it essentially it is an attack on the household. Uh, the idea is that without a man, the household falls apart. I, th I think I know what you're thinking is that oh no, well. Um, I know this person and or I grew up under a single parent home again we're thinking the rule not the exception so that being said the attack on the household meaning that because there are more men out there who are who have grown up emasculated or raised by either a no father or an, uh, a less masculine father. Uh, it targets women, essentially. So now that there is a lack of masculinity and testosterone in the household, the woman has to pick it up, unfortunately. Um, and you, you, see, you see these kinds of um, couples uh, the, the you could very well have a father, but uh, you know if he's with a if he is emasculated, um, and you have a you know wife who or woman in uh, raising that that family who is essentially the person who wears the pants. Um, it could be very well a abusive relationship. You know, he doesn't really have his say in, in what goes on. He's just existing and would rather not come into conflict with his own wife. Essentially, it would be a domineering wife. And, and of course, like the kids won't really respect that. Um, you know, this internally 
victimizes the kids. Um, what happens? You know, it's an increase in suicide of men. You know, um, men without a masculine uh, role model in their life tend to uh, not be in control of their aggression because all 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 men have aggression. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the aggression has to be cultivated in a, a proper direction. This is why uh, it's always important for people to realize that uh, young men need to be in sports or some sort of physical thing. Uh, but that's not necessarily the, the case these days. There's a lot of uh, young men who uh, aren't cultivating their aggression and then said they're bottling it up. Um, I think that this is a an analysis on its own because when men don't cultivate their aggression, it extends it, it, it tends to um, blow up. This is why you have a majority of school shooters or active shooters are men, right? Um, they're not seeing the consequence of their action. They're r r acting uh, in their emotion as opposed to their logic. All men should be thinking in logic. It's when they do not have that and never learned that is when it's a problem. Um, I'm definitely, uh, now again, this is theory. Uh, this whole thing is, is theory and, and it is my opinion. I think that, uh, when you have men who aren't in control of their, uh, emotion, their aggression takes over. And again, it leads to something that's otherwise physically violent. I think uh, being capable of violence is very important because as uh, a man, you'll definitely run into other men who will use violence to get what they want or to just simply be violent because they're not in control of their emotions. So what do they do? They use violence, right? Um, I think that's why it's so important for uh, us to, as men, to cultivate aggression in in young men. Um, you know, as as a as a young boy, I was taught how to shoot guns. Um, I was in martial arts. Uh, I was never in uh, sports in general um, ball sports like team sports aren't really my thing but again that uh, those are kind of thing some of the things that can help men young men cultivate their aggression you know, they're, they're doing something positive they're learning how to work with other boys with other men and that turns into something positive as they grow older they know how to work in teams. Uh, they know how to do things with other people. 
Um, but let's let's talk about the end results with the emasculation of men continues. Um, I think it's a, a lot of the fact that children are becoming inadequate adults. So these um, emasculated men become otherwise less masculine men as adults. Uh, and you, you'll see them. Those men you call fuckboys, they, uh, they chase the reproduction phase as opposed to the creation of a family. You know what I mean. I think that because they were inadequately cultivated as young men, they become inadequate adults um, with no drive, uh, no success, no way to make a living for themselves. No skills, no desire to learn skills. Um, I think that's a big thing, especially in the gaming uh, industry. You see a lot of men, I guess they call them neckbeards. But, I mean, it's essentially what it is is that uh, being an inadequate adult, you, you aren't really contributing to society. They're just not just inadequate adults as uh, as men. I think it also contributes to something else, which I call the masculinization of women. And what that is is women uh, are now more being forced to be independent by going through struggle. It physically changes their body and goes. they go through change. What this change is is that they're actually developing testosterone. More often than not, you'll see them at a young age. They look feminine, look like a woman, but as they age... And over time have been independent. You'll see that their facial features change. Their body has changed. Uh, they're getting broader shoulders. Um, they're becoming uh, physically stronger. <laughs> um, and facial features have absolutely changed. Uh, their uh, jaws have widened. The um, more defined jawline of essentially a man um they're gaining more facial hair body hair in general um and this is all due to men not being able to uh grow as uh as a masculine man i think um this uh, leads to a hypersexualized culture because now you have masculine women who have all this testosterone running through their body 
and what do men crave sex so now you have a hypersexualized culture of a hookup culture because this didn't really this didn't really exist before the 70s right uh the hypersexualized culture meaning that uh having multiple partners uh not being able to pair bond with anyone that's men and women um being able to pair bond is so important um now if if you don't want to be in a relationship that's fine that's okay but eventually you're going to um sleep around and you might sleep around with the wrong person who wants to be in a relationship but you're not going to want that um the hypersexualized culture uh in general has become uh so detrimental to society because uh it has no there's no attachment in anything um i think that if you don't have a family but you have kids it's a very very different thing you know um you're not actually raising those kids in a single parent home uh you're le- essentially leaving it to a daycare which which could be a private uh private company and you see it all the time a lot of daycares have some deranged people and they abuse children now again it's not the rule yeah, that is an exception it does ha- but it does happen um but essentially um you're no, you're we're no longer raising the children uh it's, you leave it to someone else to raise the children in daycare and what's up happening is that you aren't pair bonded with your own children that's men and women and i think this definitely contributes to a lack of moral value in a person um let's talk about uh irrationality and being a consumer so now now you have uh a family that has been split up uh, a man and a woman had a child right um now they have shared custody um what ends up happening is that this is the ideal scenario for the state the reason why is because they are taxing the child support that the man has to come come up with often he has to now live in poverty because of it um and now you have two households instead of one this is ideal for the state because now you have two consumers as opposed to one if they're families stay together you don't have to buy one carton of milk a week for that child right you would only have to buy one set of meats poultry grains for the diet of that child right for that family now you are buying twice well 
each person, the ma- the ma- the mother and the father, are buying their own groceries to survive and take care of the child and themselves. And now they're irrational consumers because now they, if you ever think about it, they're going through a grocery store and they're buying things on impulse, not necessarily comfort or necessity, impulse. So how you see someone in the grocery store and they have completely random items in their cart. And it's, I think it's really important to look at that because um, the rational consumer is buying things for uh, mental stimulation that makes them happy. Right? And they're covering up whatever, how I want to say it, um, what other, other underlying damages are, are happening in their life. Either they're depressed, um, they got through some trauma, um, but they're, they're, what it, whatever it is, it is they're utilizing uh, their money uh, irrationally to buy things uh, for a temporary bit of happiness, right? Um, but I, I, honestly, I think all people do that. Um, and it's more often than not in today's society. Because one, you have men. Let's, uh, for example, you have a man who uh, did not grow up um, in a ma- with a masculine uh, f- uh, figure in his life. Uh, he'll grow up to be, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily a feminine man, but... Uh, so a man who is who does not necessarily know how to control his aggression, uh, he's not really happy, right? So what does he do? He goes and gets a job, and he gets um, a bit of money, um, and he will spend it on things that he could not otherwise have as a child. I think it's very important because you see a lot of these men um, with trivial things. In, in their home or apartment uh, that don't really generate value over time or uh, they're not resellable um, things that gave him a small dopamine um, rush to get you know I think that's very important because that man is very irrational in his spending. But because that spending contributes to several different industries, we allow it. So, 
think in conclusion, um, not only do we need to preserve the family, I think we need to consider the people we start families with, or we should probably consider who we lay with in bed in, in general. Again, this goes back to the hypersexualized culture um, and why that's breaking up the family. Um, I think the family in t modern society is one of the best ways to be not only successful in today, today's modern world, because um, it does give you the uh, sense of security. Um, I think that it is the best way to have that kind of, how do I want to say it, security. Um, because when, when a man and woman start a family, uh, let's say that child goes to college and that child doesn't do so well, it has to come back, of course, it has to go somewhere, right? Can't stay at the college, um, has to go back home to the mom and dad, living with mom and dad. It's very important have that fallback to have that sense of security what happens too like maybe that man gets hurt at, at work has to be out of work for a couple of days or the woman gets sick and can't can't work for a few days you miss out on money right now because there's no family you there's no one there to take care of you when you otherwise could not work to pick up the slack and when when, uh, when a relationship works out like you know again sickness and health right death do us part but essentially the man and the woman can lean on each other and when times get hard but in a single parent home that is not necessarily the case I think one of the other ways to prevent it is by uh, taking care of kids and that's so so controversial because uh, not only do most men not want to take care of someone else's kids uh, they don't want to be a role model for anyone why is that I think um, it's very important for men to be able to be a role model one because again this is a, a rush of dopamine serotonins there's like you know oxytocin receptors that go off because you're doing something, you're contributing to something positive. And because you are, I mean, there's no way to 
messed that up. I mean, aside from the obvious, of course, but if you are becoming a positive role model in a younger person's life, essentially with a young man or young boy, you you don't realize how much of a positive effect that is on society because that young man will now learn how to be a person or how not to be a person from you the choice is really yours are you going are you a good person are you going to raise that young person in your in in good moral standing um are you going to cultivate aggression in that young young man um i think when both parents are working there's no such thing as cultiva- cultivation of that aggression though there's it's left to somebody else usually a daycare at a young age right teachers in schools public schools later on in age in high school sometimes you can't really trust public schools I think this is uh, one of the things that we need to focus on in society is that how to make it better how to ensure the newer generation of people is adequate I think uh, I put this a lot on the backs of men and probably there's going to be people out there who's who's just why why put that on men? Well, it's because we're strong. We're stronger. Okay. Being able to be a man, and man up. As much as I hate that saying, man up. Um, society leans on us. You know, an emasculated man is not going to choose a job like paving uh, roads they're not going to choose a job that is physically laborious they're going to choose a job that's very comfortable less laborious labor intensive right but not everyone can do that kind of job now, is there people who, do, who need to do that job? Yes, absolutely. But, for the most part, majority of society runs on labor of men. Okay? Now, there's, again, we're talking the rule, not the exception. Are there women who lay down pavement? Yes, absolutely. But, we're talking the over 90% is men. And we need masculine men to do 
things like that. You know, it's not, we don't want a, uh, a feminine person, man to be uh, doing anything in a sewer. Cause that, that man will not want to go in that sewer and ma- maintain our, our sewage system. It takes a very masculine man to go in that sewer covered in cockroaches. Covered in shit. To keep our society going. Society really, like, if you think about it, it just relies on men in general. Alright guys, this is going to be the end of my uh, podcast episode. Please let me know in on Twitter. Or if you catch me live on Twitch, how you feel about the emasculation of the new generation of men.